right, everyone. Welcome to episode seven of the On Fire podcast. I am Brandon here with Blake. Another week, baby. Another week, another day, another dollar. You already know. Um, so we are here, episode seven. Um, you know, this is, I guess, kind of the Christmas episode uh, or whatever. Um, I guess it's that, it's that time of year, but... Uh, ho, 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 mother. Ho ho ho! You know, um, me and Blake are here. I got I'm repping the Canada jersey. You already know Blake's rocking rocking the uh, flannel all day every day. Um, rep repping the country with the World Juniors coming up. You know we gonna be watching. I, at least I'm gonna be watching that when it comes out. You know every day. Um, we've got some interesting topics here. Uh, you know as much as we can with the whole um, NHL getting shut down because nobody knows how to wash their hands. So, um, we're going to get on to the first segment. Are you ready for that, Blake? Here we go. Can you handle that? Always ready. Born we always ready. ready. We always ready. We born ready. We're the best there is. We're the best there was. The best there ever will be. You know, you already know. All right. Well, it's, it's about time we get into it. Um, so, obviously, everyone knows. Everyone knows the show by now. Uh, we've done this so many times. Okay, the first segment is on fire. And... Um, like I said, not much going on this week because all the games have been kind of lackluster, to say the least. Um, people who have uh, stood out to me um, have been... Uh, I, I, got a, I got my first two coming in here. We're doing like a collective three this week. So um, the first two this week kind of go hand in hand. Uh, Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty. Both of them were out long term for uh, with injuries. So they missed a big chunk of the season. Um, but Mark Stone has played 18 games and Max Pacioretty has played 13 games. Mark Stone has 21 points and Max Pacioretty has 19 points. Um, so Max Pacioretty only two less points in five less games. So Max Pacioretty on a really good pace here. Obviously Mark Stone, no secret that he's doing good. Um, I noticed them cause I had them on my fantasy team and I never got rid of them, never traded them or anything. Um, they've been really good since they came back. I needed that boost on my team for sure. And um, just with them being out so long term, um, it, it was really nice to see them pop off once they come back. Uh, I think that's going to be a real, real big factor in uh, Vegas. And um, now the Pacific will actually have some competition with Anaheim doing good, Flames doing bad, Oilers doing bad. Uh, we'll see a little bit of a change in the standings. Um, Vegas on the up and coming, uh, Anaheim on the up and coming. Uh, what do you think, Blake? Yeah, just, the, I think it's exactly what Vegas needed because for so long, like before the season, everyone was just like, oh, they're the, they're, they're, they're going to take the Pacific easily. And this is their year. They're going to win the cup just like every year since they started three years ago. And then the Wambulance came and paid them a visit and, uh, you know, took out like their whole team. Like Marcia Sola was gone for a while. Carlson was out. Basically, everybody on their team was yeah. out, right? Yeah, and now they got like most of their players back, and they're not just an AHL squad anymore. And they're gonna start like putting up the numbers again. And not only that, they're gonna get Eichel at some point within the next like three, four months. Probably like March. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's it it it's nice to see someone like Chandler Stephenson as well, or Stephenson, however you say it. But he uh. He he's really stepped up with uh, twenty nine points in however many games he's their top uh, scorer on the team right now. Um, you know, with the absence of Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty, and um, you know Jack Eichel not showing up um, yet because he's still recovering. Um, it's good to see like this guy that you know not a lot of people really expected to be at the top of the team. 
um, kind of take over with the absence of all their players and Riley Smith too who is no like he's always that underdog you know for a while he led them in playoff points like all time so it's good to see that he's doing good as well um yeah just a good team in Vegas and they're on the up and coming no surprise to anybody uh shout out to the boy Jace I don't like to give that guy a lot of victories but uh your team's been good and nobody else has really except for one team yeah, I'm um, sure Vegas fans are just rolling in and know that their team just like oh yeah has never sucked before. So. Yeah, like the, like they need more pats on the back. Hey, yeah, whatever. It's not the first time that's been said either. It's yeah, just... they don't they don't deserve to be talked about anymore. So we're gonna move on because yeah. like <laughs> whatever. There there's your little ten seconds of glory there, Jace. Okay, whatever. Um, the Vancouver Canucks with barbecue Bruce. The topic of last week's podcast. Just wanted to. Um, may you know talk about them in the on fire segment. Little um, l- l- little update. They're six and zero with barbecue Bruce. They just completely turned it around there, eh? Just uh, their whole team's popping off. Um, just seems like a, in general they just like work well under his system. Like it's, I guess it it is a bit like soon to tell, but like six and zero is six and zero, man. Like what else can you say? Give that guy the Jack Adams already. Honestly, you know they're going to the playoffs. They're gonna win the cup this year. You know, plan the parade. Uh, you know they they've never failed us before. And, uh, you know, I think they're, uh, I think this is their year, guys. Come on, like, um, you know, 6-0, and like, they've already probably got, like, their uh, replica Stanley Cups out on their shelf and everything. And changing Boston pizza to Vancouver pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, barbecue Bruce, I think, I think the start of his tenure with Vancouver can be summed up in two words, uh, Oh fuck. <laughs> oh fuck! I think that's I think that sums it up pretty good. Um, so that's that's about that's about all we got to say for this week in the show. Honestly, not a lot, and it's due to um, the COVID protocol that a lot of teams have faced, um, mainly with teams like the Calgary Flames, who have their whole squad, uh, including except for two. yeah, except for two, including their uh, like coaches and trainers and everything. Uh, Daryl Sutter, hopefully he doesn't uh, kick the bucket here. That uh, old guy, hopefully they got him on a couple, a uh, couple of stretchers or something. You know, um, hopefully they saved a, I saved an ICU bed for that guy. Uh, we we need him to make the playoffs. So hopefully uh, he's got his triple shot and he's feeling all right because I know um, if he doesn't, then he's he's he looks like he's on the verge of you know croaking already. So <laughs> I'm sure this isn't helping. But anyway, um, the Bruins game got postponed today uh as well as postponed through the holidays same with uh florida carolina uh yeah carolina colorado nashville um montreal has been postponed today um as of yet their games haven't been postponed through the holidays but um we'll see about that that's just kind of just kind of what's happening in the nhl right now like it's I don't know why they haven't just shut down the whole league and just wait till after Christmas to start it back up again. Like teams are just having outbreaks and I I don't know, like, do we really need to keep the league going right now? It's kind of, it's just going to keep spreading if they just keep playing each other. And I feel like this might've started, like, I don't know where it started. Like when all the teams that Carolina played out in the West coast, right? Like they kind of got it. So obviously there's a correlation there. Um, Yeah. I don't have a whole lot to say on it. It's like it. Just look at all the news on the on the league, and they're just talking about how 
all these teams are getting postponed and all the like the fans there's there's some uh arenas that are only doing 50 percent fan capacity um it's just an a right mess just a right mess this and it's really not fun to be a hockey fan hey I've Very I've long. seen this one before. It's a classic. <laughs> I've said, you know, we've seen this before and uh you know whatever. Um you know, on the upside we do have the World Juniors coming up. We've got uh, we've got the rosters for Canada and USA, which uh we're going to uh, you know, see who we should keep an eye on uh, on December 26th. I'm sure a lot of you out there um will be watching the World Juniors, some of you not, but um you know, I do recommend you take a look at the World Juniors. It's always a good uh, way to take a look at who's going to be the stars in the future of the NHL. You know, um, they're not always that accurate. Someone could have a really good tournament and never play really good in the NHL. Look at uh, Alexi Lafreniere, stuff like that. He hasn't played very good so far, but it's still fun nonetheless to see the future of the NHL play against, you know, other young kids instead of, you know, seeing your first impression of them being against people like 40 year old men right so um you get to see them in their element um for canada we're gonna see people like connor bedard and shane Wright. uh connor bedard being the only um person in history to have early access granted to um the whl which is very impressive he's it's, gonna be the mvp man he's gonna light it up eh? yeah no i think he's gonna be such an asset to team canada and uh, if, if they go far i think he's gonna be such a big part of that and shane wright obviously no question everyone's heard about him he's the first overall pick coming up he's what arizona is playing so bad for right now and uh yeah no like he's he, he'll definitely be exciting to watch i haven't watched him i've watched bedard just because i'm excited about him um you know, Shane Wright, again, early access to the OHL, which has been done before with people like Connor McDavid, John Tavares, and stuff like that. Um, and uh, exceptional status, too, in the CHL, right? Like, or is that... That's the same thing. Exceptional, oh, the same thing? exceptional status is the correct term. Uh, I just forgot what it was. I was saying early oh. access, but yeah. That's except, No, that's all good. Exceptional status uh, for Connor Bedard in the WHL, which arguably is uh, more impressive because, like I said, nobody's ever done that before. And the, the WHL is um, arguably the hardest league out of the CHL. You know, the QMJHL is obviously a farmer's league where people like Lafreniere and Crosby go to just light it up. The OHL, you know, we've seen some good talent in there. Um, but then you have the WHL where it's uh, the hardest league to score in, in my opinion, out of all three of them. Um, Rumpus too, for sure. They get, like, the most fights, hey? Yeah, definitely the roughest for sure. Like, I know the OHL is, like, a, full of a bunch of pussies and stuff. And um, But, no, the WHL is a very respectable league. Um, very, very uh, you know, fun to watch. Very uh, fast, physical, and everything. And you definitely notice a difference between that and the OHL. Um, you know, so people like Cole Perfetti and everything, like Owen Power, will actually get to see... Um, just so many other people like Canada's full of so many names that I know and that I want to see play except for the goalies I honestly haven't heard of one of the goalies I'll be completely honest there and um, all that oh. um, yeah so I don't, I don't know of any other goalies but uh, USA I've only honestly heard of three people on there um, Maddie Beniers, Luke Hughes, and Matt Coronado, and Matt Coronado only because he's a Flames prospect. Um, Same here. I, I, they're not very. There's not a lot of names on there that you know. Yeah. Whereas, like last year, it was 
filled to the brim with people like Trevor Zegers, Cole Caulfield, Matthew Boldy, all these guys that, you know, like that every Spencer Knight, like everyone wanted to watch. But these guys this year, I just haven't heard of really. Um, doesn't mean they're not going to be good. They're probably very good. I'm probably just misinformed. Um, Luke Hughes, we get to see. Um, you know, I'll definitely be watching the USA games uh, simply for Coronado. You know, to see if we actually, us Flames fans actually have something to look forward to. I mean, unless he pulls another Adam Fox, but um, what was his face when Adam about that? Um, Eric Francis uh, did a little interrogation on him about it, and he's like, no, no, I'm not. Oh, really? I didn't see that. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't see that? No. Yeah, Eric Francis, like, said, like, Flames fans already had to deal with one player going through Harvard and, like, signing or, like, going to another team after that saying they wouldn't sign with them, and he's... (laughs) Matthew Cornell was like, no, I won't do that. Oh, he brought that. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah, no. Um, fuck Adam Fox. Um, he can suck a big old bag of dicks, honestly. Like, how, how entitled do you have to be to just say, I was, I am given this opportunity that people have, like, some people, so many people, so many kids, so many people who wanted to play in this league um, will never get to achieve. And I'm you know, even more fortunate to be a good player in this league, a Norris winner, um, you know, at the time, a future Norris winner. And, and you you have the fucking gonads, the balls to, to stand up and say, I will not play for your franchise. But, hey, we got Elias Lindholm and Noah Hannafin. So there is a yeah. bright side to it, but this is still a Norris like yeah like he he's such a good player and i don't understand why he has to be like such a dick like eric lindros the same thing um i there's one more guy who did it as well i can't think of right now but um like honestly yeah like eric lindros and um adam fox are just some people like i just i i, I can't i can't believe that someone would do that that's so disrespectful honestly i can't believe it and i I don't understand why he'd be so surprised that like the fan base that he did that to doesn't like him yeah like he's wondering why he's getting booed and everything it's like because you're like you're an asshole man nobody does that that's ugh. you lost the respect of two fan bases because like carolina was also like looking forward to oh him. yeah he did the same thing in carolina he was like oh yeah i don't want to play for calgary don't want to play for carolina oh new york yeah sure yeah i'll play there it I, I can't put words to it other than you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, seriously. I don't know. What an entitled piece of shit, if you think about it. <laughs> um, all right, so Blake is going to go ahead here with a couple uh, off-the-top-of-your-head questions to finish off the podcast here this week. Um, Blake, go ahead. All right, my first question to you, Brandon, is um, if uh, Barbecue Bruce takes the Canucks to the playoffs this year, is he a just just the winner of the Jack Adams? Because they they were in the pits pits of hell at the bottom of the league, and they he would need to like take them right up to the top to win the. I think um, he does win the Jack Adams if they make the playoffs, even if they get out of the first round, just because of how bad they were. Um, honestly, we could still see another team, um, you know, come out of the pits with a different coach as well, like uh, someone like. The Philadelphia Flyers could also turn it around, and then you all of a sudden have a um, battle of two coaches to um, win the Jack Adams. We're still early in the season, but I definitely think that's the case if um, they make the playoffs this year because Barbecue Bruce is a really big part of turning around such a disappointing franchise this year, at least. Um, Sorry, Canucks fans can't do anything about the years um, prior to many, 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 many 
many, many, many years you have been disappointed. Um, nothing we can do about that. Um, but this year, 6-0 and with Barbecue Bruce. You know, like, plan the parade, guys. And my second question to you. Thanks, thanks for the answer. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Exactly what I was expecting. <laughs> um, so, does Obi reach 100 points? Um, see, I don't know if he reaches 100 points. Um, because he, like... I, I think he reaches 50 goals... 100 points, it's a little hard to say. With the pace he's got right now, absolutely. If he can maintain that, absolutely. Um, have I seen him maintain this really often? Um, this goal pace, yeah. Not this point pace. That's the thing with Alex Ovechkin. And now he's got Nicholas Backstrom back. Um, I think Nicholas Backstrom's going to take over that role as a playmaker. And uh, you never know. I, I'm, not against the, I'm not against seeing Ovi get, it, get 100 points. I'm all for it. But... Um, just the fact that he's not really a playmaker, he just kind of scores goals and he'll, he'll be really good on that front. Um, it, it, it'll be hard to see him keep up this pace at points wise, but I, no doubt in my mind is he keep up the goal pace. So, um, I, I'll, I'll say maybe on the hundred points. I agree with that. Uh, he has reached a hundred points before. Like, Many times. Yeah. yeah. But if he reaches a hundred points, I think that he could break a personal record that he's reached. Like, if he remains, like, on this pace, I think he could break it. And that, I think that's huge for a 36-year-old, like, honestly. Yeah, he, he could, but, um, like, in his rookie season, he had over, like, 120 points. So he'd have to do, like, really good to break his personal best. Um, but even if he got, if he got to hundred points at 36 period, that would be, um, remarkable for him, especially for someone who is meant to score goals, not get a hundred points. Um, you know, at, at that age, it's just really impressive to see. Um, anything else you want to talk about Blake this week? Any, any little, any, anything that comes to your little mind there? A little mind? Your little mind? No, that's about all I got. That's Brandon. about all you got. Well, um, you know. That that was that was a good week. Um, I hope everybody has a good um, Christmas and everything. Um, keep an eye on our Instagram, our TikTok, our YouTube, especially for more content coming your guys' way. Um, this will be on YouTube. I recommend watching that version uh, as well as listening to it on Spotify. Um, yeah, so everyone check that out, um, and we'll see you on the next episode. You ready? Yeah. <laughs>